it was my dream to buy my mom a house and a car, but it was also my dream someday to prove that I could be the dad that I wanted. This is Entrepreneur's The Playbook. My dad left when I was five and I never knew the effect of that on my life until I got older. Uh, so what happens is you hide or you close off some of the most painful things uh, in your life. Because my dad was my hero. I'm 53 years old. I get choked up talking about my father still today because he was my hero um, until I was 10, even though he left. And he was not a good father. He tried his best, which I learned as I got older too, but he wasn't a good father. And he, you know, forgot to take me places. And, you know, I, I saw the movie Chef when the kid stands outside in the front yard and the dad drives by. That actually happened to me. He was in his convertible Cadillac with his girlfriend who was closer to my age than his and just waved. And he was supposed to be taking me somewhere. Um, there's so many different things that were missing. I was just lucky because I had great grandparents and an unbelievable mom. Um, and so my mom had to fulfill the role of a father, but yet there's some things that a mom can't do. And so I will, and I see so many athletes like this. I wanted to prove, you know, that my dad was proud of me, ironically, by making a lot of money, helping my mom, but being a good dad. Like it was my dream to buy my mom a house and a car, but it was also my dream someday to prove that I could be the dad that I wanted. My dad never in his entire life told me he was proud of me. I still choke up thinking in his, in his life. I was so desperate for him to say those words to me. Every kid is. That when he passed, my wife believes in uh, mediums, you know, and that stuff. And so my, she, her dad passed, so she wanted to talk to her father through a medium. Well, my dad interrupted into this, and this is what my wife told me, I wasn't there. So she comes home and she tells you, you're not gonna believe it, your dad interrupted me and he had all these things to say, but he wanted me to tell you one thing, that he was proud. Wow. So wow. whether it's true or not, the fact how much it still means to me, even though rationally, like I teach this stuff, yes. I can't get over the emotional tie that he supposedly in a, some ether thinks that he's proud of me or just the idea means that much to me still i'm still processing i'm still learning that to me is why i'm so inspired to be a better father mm. because if he can by denying me that impact me that much imagine what i power i have with my own children absolutely to, to remind them remember remind recollect them as one that how proud i am of them because they're doing their best they're learning stuff and they're having fun yeah. I didn't know back in the early 70s about child support, but my dad was a deadbeat dad and rich with my mom's son who packed her dinner in a paper bag so she could work a second job. Wow. I told you. Well, I'm saying to her, I said, I'm like, how come you can't be like dad? You're such a loser. So you can see still I'm processing this because yeah. it's so hard for me to think how my mom stood there without saying anything, but when I was 30. And, and you feel guilty about that? Still. Okay, that yeah. you didn't back your mom. Yeah, that, I couldn't. But you, you didn't know, six years old, I didn't, you didn't understand, understand what was going on. I was so money driven, of course. Like your dad? Yeah, okay. like my dad. Did you we get some, that from dad? Yeah, it's a quantum memory. 
right? It's in my DNA. And uh, But at 10 years old, my dad made a big mistake. He forgot my birthday. And the mistake wasn't forgetting my birthday. It was I was a fairly intelligent 10-year-old. So when I asked him, hey, how could you forget my birthday? He said, I don't believe in birthdays. Now, meanwhile, he'd been celebrating my sibling's birthday, his own birthday. That really hurt me. And so I went into this. Because you knew he lied to you. Yeah. And that was I, the first time he lied to you. Seriously. So the hero. Hero. Like, I hated him. So I really didn't talk to him that much. I would dread going to visit him when I moved to California. Like even on to later on in my life, I didn't think my dad cared. Uh, but when I was 30, I got a birthday gift from my dad. I was married, recently married. I got this gift. I started crying. My wife's like, why? Well, he's never given me a birthday gift since I was 10. I opened it up. It's a beautiful blazer. And I tried on, it fits perfectly. And my wife kind of smirks because I know she gave my sizes to him and he had this custom made. And I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm picking up the phone to call him. And I look in and he tore out, like physically tore out all the pockets. The pockets on the inside. On the inside. And I'm now furious. I call him like, dad, I go, why would you send me a jacket with no pockets? He goes, well, the jacket's not for wearing. I'm like, what's it for? He goes, to remind you of me. I'm like, what, that you're an asshole? He's like, no, that you're just like me. I'm like, I'm nothing like you. I don't even like you. I, I have a family. I support my, like I, I started venting, you know, and, and dumping on him. He said, no, because you're just like me. You want to be the richest man in the cemetery. He goes, I want you to hang that jacket. It's not for wearing. Every day, look at it to remind me of you of me, to remind you you can't take anything with you when you're gone. Now, I hung that jacket. I didn't look at it, and I hated him. I couldn't reestablish my relation. It, it was so ironic because that's all I wanted. And I was so excited when he gave me the gift because I'm like, oh, he finally gets it. Meanwhile, he did. He finally got it. But now at 30, it was like cats in the cradle. I didn't get it. And I told him, you know, F you, I hate you. You're a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, back end seller. Mm -hmm. Not till years later did I realize that the reason I hated him was he was just like me. And that jacket saved my life when my wife told me those things about myself and I was ready not to listen to it until I saw that jacket and it changed my life. And so ironically, my dad was one of the most significant figures in my life, not for what he did, for what he didn't do and mm -hmm. then what he tried to do later on in my life. For me, it stems from consistency. Mm. Um, I never realized the power of consistency and I started utilizing it in my own life with my own children and with me, with my mom and dad. So my dad passed when he was 80 a few years ago. But I realized that by spending even two minutes a day with a child is worth more than two hours on a Saturday. I know you wrote your book, Daddy Saturday. Um, for me, the consistent nature of a relationship yep. is connectivity. And it doesn't take a lot of time to stay connected, mm. to clear the interference that exists, not only between us and the most powerful source of light, love and lessons, but more importantly, between us and others, uh, which to me, that consistent nature of knowing the four things, reminding, I call my mom, I is my non-negotiable minimum, minimum. So it's not every time, minimum one minute a day. And I make sure I tell her those four things. I'm healthy, I'm happy, I love her and appreciate her. So good. Um, and then you talked about results. You know, for me, I think there are certain results that I want and, and they're very simple. I, I always tell my kids because I want to empower them to do their best. I, I don't, 
see, the result is to me, the enjoyment of the pursuit, that consistent, persistent pursuit of our relationship of doing their best to reach their own potential. Two, I want them to learn something. And three, I want them to have fun. So the results that I look for or ask about within the context of my fatherhood is always, and it's the same I do in business. You know, are you doing your best? Did, what'd you learn? And are you having fun? Are you happy? For the dads, what would they need to do to be the, to reach their potential as a father? Sure. So as a father, remember this, your children don't listen to you, <laughs> but they watch you. That's right. So they watch you. So you don't have to do anything else than be kind and do the right things, do good deeds. Still today, one of the most powerful things about my father that I remember is when I was visiting him, we were at a motel mm -hmm. and there was a homeless person in the stairwell and he picked the guy up really dirty, bat off, brought him into the coffee shop, had him eat breakfast with us. And my sister was, you know, the type of Beverly Hills, you know, just, it was a, you know, and his kindness, all the things I remember yeah. because I watched him. That's right. He told me a whole bunch of stuff. He yelled at me told me what he knew, never listened. I still can't remember one of those things that he thought was genius that he was telling me, but I remember that watching him. So mm -hmm. your children don't listen to you, they watch you.